Jeff's Jeff's Welcome to Lucky 13. Now, when I say Lucky 13, of course, I'm talking about the 13th episode of The Wonderland. And what a celebration it's going to be today. We've got a great episode coming up for you. And I'm uh, going to introduce myself first of all. My name is Jeff Healy. I'm a musician, I'm a songwriter, comedian, and a doer of other things, and a big time thinker of things. So I'd like to share those thoughts with you today, as I do on every show. My take on various things for your amusement and dancing pleasure. Okay, folks, so um, we're going to get straight into the show now with that part of the program which no one can seem to get enough of, not even me. And, of course, I'm talking about theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, welcome to theory time. Now... Today's theory time involves the subject of the production of food in the future. And how distant that future is, I think, depends on our ability to wrap our heads around certain food production concepts which may or may not be a really good idea, or a really bad idea, or something. Now, some of you may have read a while back, as I did, that KFC... Uh, is releasing a line of chicken nuggets, they might have already done it, made with 3D printers using cells from chickens and a few other things and, I don't know, essence of poultry, I suppose. Anyway, I remember reading with absolute amazement about the advent of the first compact discs, otherwise known as CDs, back in the 80s and thinking how could anything like that successfully replace records or cassettes. Uh, But of course, they kind of did. And so accordingly, my very first reaction to this news from KFC was kind of like hearing that a method had been found to create a digital pineapple. Nonetheless, we are all concerned with the environmental impact of over-farming and the inhumane treatment of animals, and so I think that we should be getting behind this type of thing. Look, to be perfectly honest, right now, half of the things that you'll get at fast food outlets have, shall we say, developed their own textures and flavours, which may or may not have anything in common with actual meat, fruit or vegetables, and clearly we've got no problem with that. On the other hand, people increasingly are complaining that the meat and fruit and vegetables that we're buying are relatively low in nutrients anyway because of the way they're being produced. And so, at the end of the day... If something completely artificial, which pretends to be something else, tastes good and contains those essential vitamins and minerals, whilst leaving the cows and chickens and pigs and fruit and vegetables to lead long, healthy lives, I say, why not? This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, that's theory time for another episode. Now, you could say that today's Wonderland is a bit futuristic, given the nature of theory time, and also... Song of the Day, which we are about to move into. Now, Song of the Day today will feature a song from my previous album, as we have now covered all the songs from the brand new album, Wherever We Go, There We Are, which is available on the streaming services and as a vinyl LP off my website. 
The song you're about to hear, though, is from an album called Canvas of My Memory. It was released on CD in 2005, and it's also on Spotify. So as usual, I'm going to be playing a bit of the song, commenting a bit about it, giving you a bit of background. And if you want to hear the whole song, head on over to Spotify or iTunes or even YouTube. Uh, YouTube has all of my music as well. And listen to the whole thing. But without any further ado, we're going to move straight into Girl on Mars. There's a girl on Mars, she watches all the stars, and she wonders why she could never find a guy. Her friends went to Earth to be closer to the surf. Now she's there by herself, all alone on the shelf. Nothing left to see but repeats on Red Planet T. So it's your classic intergalactic love story, really. There's a boy on the moon, he sits in his room, there's nothing outside. Some bits of junk and an American flag His dad found lying in the backyard Now that is intragalactic, not intergalactic And a wish us find a right girl Wouldn't be so hard Because intergalactic would mean another galaxy Saturday dance at the Galaxy Romance Club The voodoo wildflowers are sitting there for hours The local space cadets mingle with the cheerleaders while the boy and the girl are sharing margaritas Girl on Mars is a real debutante The boy on the moon has got nothing to lose He's a real bomb, bomb, super play Oh, she'll say love Yeah, so as we move towards the solo um, I'd just like to explain that this is a fun song to play live And I do enjoy playing it at my gigs So if you're ever anywhere where I'm playing, come in and I'll happily play it for you. It's a blast. Anyway, look, I think we've heard enough for the moment, and you can catch up with the rest of that song by tuning into one of your friendly streaming services. And now, folks, it's time to fasten your virtual seatbelts. Make sure that your listening gear is correctly attached, because it's time for... Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something I think it was the thought of the day I think, I think it was the thought of the day Welcome to Thought of the Day Now, you will remember, or not, a few episodes ago I touched on the concept of people's names And, look, I could be wrong about this But I reckon that automobile manufacturers are getting lazy Or at least... I don't know, running out of ideas when it comes to naming their cars. Which is kind of crazy because some of the most successful cars also had cool, attractive names. So it's another case of human ingenuity going, hey, that idea worked really well. Let's do something completely different. You see, back in the day, you had exciting names for cars like the Mustang and the Corvette and the Falcon. And, okay, by the time we got along to the Volkswagen Golf and the Polo, things were softening up a bit, you know. But still, you know, it was a bit sporty. And then along came things like the Honda Civic and the Honda Accord. Okay, so there's a little bit of quiet dignity there. Well, the Honda Prelude was obviously the car you bought while you waited for the next model. Some names don't age well either, I don't think. In Australia, one of the most popular cars used to be a thing called the Holden Kingswood, which 
to be honest, sounded classy at the time, but now it sounds like a bit of your grandparents' furniture. The real trouble, I think, started, of course, in the 90s when Renault came out with the Twingo, the first car to be named after an ice cream. And Porsche was doing okay until it came out with a Boxster, which sounds like something an Amazon employee would drive. And then the Ford Focus, and that was more like advice. Can we forget the name and just focus on the bloody car? That brings us closer to now. The Romanian manufacturer Dacia has of course been literally cleaning up with its most popular car, the Duster. Their next releases, also aimed obviously at the domestic housekeeper market, will be the Broom and the Mop. Meanwhile Volkswagen, which a few years ago decided to make cars of a decent size, whilst ooh, accidentally forgetting that the emissions were bigger too, has come up with an SUV called the Life which makes their advertising a piece of cake, of course, particularly if they're keen on incidentally insulting their customers at the same time. You just need a big billboard, a picture of the car at the bottom, and then in big letters above, get a life. Meanwhile, Mercedes and Audi and BMW and Volvo are playing it safe, sticking to letters and numbers and numbers and letters, kind of like an old primary school teacher. So, you know, what's next on the assembly line? The Toyota Tomato, the Fiat Bolognese, the Renault Baguette, the Ford Fondue, the Chrysler Cheeseburger, the Lada Fugly? Look, one relatively recent success story is Ford's Mondeo. The name's actually derived from the Latin Mundus, which means world. And just as Adolf Hitler, history's best-known dickhead, was instrumental in the creation of Germany's people's car, the VW Beetle, Ford must have had similar ideas with the Mondeo. I mean, minus the mass murder, of course. And this actually worked pretty well, because in 2012, the Mondeo started looking just a little bit like an Aston Martin. And every male driver in the world wants to be James Bond, right? So... Ka-ching! Yes, that was thought of the day for another episode, folks. And of course, our episode has come to an end. But of course, we are always heading towards another episode. And if you enjoyed today's show, please hit that subscribe or follow button and you'll be automatically notified when the next episode comes up, except if you're on Spotify. Now, in that case, you will get the new episode, but you just won't get a notification. Hopefully, they'll fix that at some time. Now, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, you can, if you want, leave a rating and a comment. I would like that. Um, also, if you want to contact me directly, you can either do that through my website, jeffhealy.com, or you can email me at jeffswonderland at yahoo.com. And remember, the spelling of my name is G-E-O-F-F-H-E-A-L-E-Y. Quite important. And so take care until next week, when once again we'll fall helplessly down the rabbit hole of the Wonderland. Gotta get into Jeff's Wonderland. Wonderland.